0: Hello and welcome to when I'm editing the first ever Laud Pod lack of depth football podcast and realising that the first hour of it's shy and doesn't have an intro. I'm Kyle and I'm recording the intro now. Today I was joined in the podcast by Cammy and Andrew and we entered our podcasting primes attempting to be positive by forming our own individual most underrated Premier League 11s and arguing with each other over why they're all quite objectively terrible. Stay tuned to find out the answer to the age-old question, how much can one man like Wolverhampton? And of course, how mid is mid? I'll now leave you in the freezing cold and confusing embrace of the introduction that I did film at the time. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us if you enjoyed, and like, and love, and of course, enjoy. Okay, hello and welcome back. We're back from peeing uh this is now our most underrated 11 Uh, we'll do it the way that we just said we'll do it I'll probably leave that in where we um, we're gonna go goalkeeper 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 right back right back right back do our centre backs together left back left back left back do we've all got three centre mids three centre mids together wingers and then lastly our most underrated striker in the Premier League is everyone clear on that yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. 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 And we're all very excited. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh oh, and also I've got in my notes that we're gonna we're gonna say which one we think's the best. And the best is measured by like the most underrated text, the most accurate <laughs> the most <laughs> underrated <laughs> about Brandon <laughs> Williams. So, so Brandon Barker. Yeah. So to start with goalkeepers, like we said, we we're gonna start with goalkeepers we will all say ours and then we'll give a reasons. It's Ten pounds if anyone can guess who mine is. I think yours is Jose. Is Jose likewise. I
1: likewise mine's uh Sarr is probably solidified as one of the best like three goalkeepers in the Premier League this season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no, yeah, I would say I would say he's number one, but I think he gets a lot of credit. Yeah, he's I think he yeah. gets a lot of credit from people, so I don't want to don't, put him in. I don't think
2: he does I just think I Wolves think- players don't seem to get credit. Yeah, cool stop. No one talks about Wolves. So that's like why I've put, put him in, because yeah. everyone oh. just thinks, so as wolves.
0: Oh, well, because it's Wolves. Fair enough,
2: but he's also very good. It's incredible.
0: Because, like, Gary Neville and stuff, I've spoke about him, I I think he's better than the keeper I've put. Mm-hmm. But I, do, I think the keeper I've put is more underrated. Who's that? Robert Sanchez from Brighton. No, I'm not mad about that. So fair Robert enough. Sanchez from Brighton has the both has the fourth best save percentage in the league. And if you look at post-shot, post-shot uh, expected goals minus goals allowed, which takes into account the difficulty of the shots faced, Sanchez ranks higher than Mendy and Ramsdale in terms of impact made. So he's facing a lot of difficult shots and he's dealing with them all. And I just think Jose Sa, when I speak to people, I think Josie Sa, well, people who watch football, I think that's important to say. When I speak to people who watch football, I think Jose Sa's put in an elite conversation, if not he, if he's not called the top one. Uh, but I don't think Robert Sanchez is, and I think shot stopping is the most important thing for a goalkeeper to do, mm-hmm. and he does that. Uh, he's also got the most ha- passes attempted among any keeper in the Prem, so he's really key in the system that Brighton face. And he's got uh, the second most behind Allison in defensive actions outside the penalty box this season, which well, means he's playing well, as a
1: team... for you though on the distribution. Does Sanchez have an assist this season? I think not.
0: Jose does. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we can all agree that you, Jose is better, but I think I think the stats paint Sanchez, Robert Sanchez, and I like that he hasn't yeah. put in enough.
1: He's just been, he's been he's been around a little bit longer, so I think more people are aware of him and how good he is. But yeah, I understand. that. I can, I can I'm I'm not. And, and
0: uh, you're not mad at it. You like not it. Mad not mad. the pick. Okay. Right backs. I didn't select the right back. Oh, okay, so Kevin's not in on this one. Andrew, who's your right uh,
2: Reg. Uh, no, it's not where you're on. Levermento.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Levermento.
0: Levermento's class. Yeah. Lev class. I think he gets praised though. My but, same thing as the last one.
2: But I think he only <laughs> gets pra- praise yeah. in FPL. Yeah.
0: I think he gets praised
2: because he's no English. to talk about him. No one talks about him if it isn't in an FPL standpoint.
0: Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. that's maybe that's my warp thing. I also only watch pure. All the content i consume is from XG merchants but they all love
2: him <laughs> i think he's like he's fast he's young i think someone will. i don't think he'll play for chelsea again to be yeah. honest i don't like they'll probably get him on some maybe a bossman maybe a cup price maybe just a pre-contract i think he's exciting to watch he pops up with the occasional goal and assist just just pretty solid Liverpool,
0: andrew liverment was not on loan
1: yeah, I think I think, she, I think he I they, think they bought him, him for four.
0: They bought him for four million. Oh, well Chelsea, there you go. Chelsea Cup Chelsea price. Clause, but
1: I don't think they'd activate it because
0: four everybody. million is raw. For he has also something that you'll notice that's really really important, and the reason why Matt targets lost his fucking job is uh with the way that people play with width, it's really important that your wing back can deliver a final ball, and mental can, and so I think he's got a good yeah. delivery, and so I, I I like yours. Mine's Tommy Asu. Because I just think he's—I think Tommy Asis is fucking amazing and scary, is he and I think a he's a centre-back. No, he's just is he huge. a right-back. He's a right-back. He's incredible. He dominates wingers. He's fast. He's comfortable in the ball. It's hard to adjust to the Premier League, and he did it in seconds. But um, is
1: he underrated though? Because I feel like
0: a lot of I people have giving so. him credit for turning Arsenal's defence around. One okay, well, I think I think Ramsdale gets more of the credit. Yeah, I think when you yeah. see
2: people talking about Arsenal turning their defensive troubles around, it's always Ramsdale. That's Ramsdale. That or yeah. Ben White. Yeah, ben, more talk, more people talk about the English ones rather than anyone else. Yeah. No one ever seems to talk about oh, Gabriel, yeah, who I think is a really really solid centre back. No one really speaks about Tierney all that much. No one really speaks really about Tommy Asu. They speak They speak, just speak about the English ones
0: yeah so i i I agree with that, and I just i I watched Tommy Asu in the eye test. I just think he looks phenomenal. I think he can do anything and i love I love a wing back, especially with the amount of width that people play. I love a wing back who makes wingers not want to attack him anymore like he's frustrating, he's dominant he's a bit of a bully. he's kind of mean, like he's so big and he looks kind of like a skeleton, and Zaha's trying to swear at him and he's just like beating so Zaha all a skeleton as well. So, that looks um, like a ghoul it's a bizarre, yeah. um, so mine's Tommy Asu and now centre backs I will reveal now I have had upwards of 17 considered and I I, I hate them all so I want to hear yours I've, I've finished with two um, well, I'm, I'm very happy with one of mine and
1: the other two mm. so Connor Cody he's right. incredible like he is brilliant Fair he he's what Man United probably thought they were getting with Maguire. Okay. But no, they didn't. They got Maguire. Nice. Corna Cody is he's very isolated at Wolves because they play with that three back system and their wing backs are so aggressive. Uh a lot of the time it just comes down to it. it's him and Kilman as well, is very good. And like as a last line, he just he always gets his positioning correct. He never dives in too early, and he also he pops up like a couple of goals. He's just brilliant, uh, Grant Hanley. Obviously, despite Norwich being love utter it. dog shit,
0: absolutely yeah. love it. He
1: he does. He absolutely pockets everyone. He was the man of the match against Everton yesterday. He's he just pockets whoever the main striker is for whoever they're playing, which more often than not isn't enough because Norwich are terrible. But mm-hmm. if he was if he was in a better team where his one assignment was to just remove a striker from the game. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And does it really, got, he does oh, that
2: really well for Scotland, yeah, like properly yeah, brilliantly for Scotland sometimes.
1: And then my last one is uh, Mark Gay from Crystal Palace. Oh, Alabama, God. Chelsea's, I, Chelsea's, love Chelsea's, I love Chelsea's, that. You know, love he's, that pick.
0: He's, he's, he's so good. He's so good. He's one he's, of my ones. My,
1: <laughs> my, my like, one concern with him is that over the past couple of weeks, he's made like a couple of awful, awful mistakes. Like, he's without a doubt cost Crystal Palace two games over the last month. But aside from that, and he's only, he's like he's 20 years old, I just hope he doesn't go back to Chelsea and get swallowed up. But is he he's from
2: like, Chelsea as well? Minutes. Yeah, they're yeah, all from he's
0: Chelsea.
1: Chelsea.
0: He's, played, he's played 90 minutes. I read Laverty's from Chelsea as well. They're all Chelsea. He's brilliant. But is Gwehi on loan? Yeah. Oh. concerts from Fine. Chelsea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from Aston Villas from Chelsea. If a
1: player's surprisingly good at a mid-table team, the chances are that they're
0: all going from Chelsea. They're also probably friends with Chunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that's, from that Chelsea, Chelsea had very close friends with Chunks. Lovely centre-back Right, so they were all... Uh, who was the middle one again? Connor Cody, who? Again? Connor Cody, Grant Hanley, Mark Gary. Um, I think underrated defines... Grant Hanley, I think that's a good bit. I yeah. think you can't do this list without a Wolves defender or a Wolves goalkeeper, yeah. or both. <laughs> uh, so I think that's fair. I've, just, I've picked a different one. And, uh, but Mark Gahill, I'm in love with. I think he's so solid. I think Tyreek Mutching has been outstanding as well for the system that mm-hmm. they play. They have to take a lot of pressure, but just because of the system they play, they're yeah. constantly under pressure. And they're not keeping the ball because they're trying to play so vertically and so quickly. People are coming at him all the time. It's like the Van Dyke role that he makes look very easy. Maybe they don't make it look easy, but it's really hard to do that job. And I think they've done it with a, a lot of maturity. So
1: Also, I, again, something I love for a centre-back, he's scored a couple of goals.
0: Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Love when center backs score. He has. So is Jan Bednarek, who I'm... Say, no, I'm joking, He's not on my team. <laughs> Andrew, on you go. <laughs> um, well,
2: where he's obviously one of mine, I, I just think he's just really, really good. He's just a really good player, and he's very young. Like, uh, there's nothing nothing bad to say about him. And my mm-hmm. other one, and I think we only really talk about him because FPL is Webster. Yeah, Webster doesn't get mentioned very much outside of, like, fantasy, football, That's, anything. That is a
0: fucking outstanding pick.
2: Um, purely because it's just like he got injured was yeah. very good. Was replaced by. I can't remember. No, because Shane he was starting alongside him. It was someone like at Veltman or something. Veltman, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think his injury has been a bit unfortunate, but I think he's just solid. Yeah, yeah it's good Probably good. one of the key players that are keeping keeping Brighton, Brighton so watertight at the
0: moment. If I can I add forget. on to the, if I can add on to the Webster hype, statistically. Webster, in terms of, so there's a website called FBREF that ranks uh, Premier League players amongst other, it basically records all their statistics and then it gives you sort of a scouting report that's all of their statistics presented as a percentile among other people who play their position. Does that make sense? Yes. And so in terms of their blocks, it gives you their number of blocks per game but it also gives you the percentile that that exists in among other people who play that position. and uh, in terms of his scouting report it's shockingly similar to Joel Matip but with a much worse midfield in front of him and a much worse attack in front of him so he's absorbing a lot of pressure and his blocks are in the 94th percentile his aerials won his clearances are all at an elite level his pressures his tackling's okay that's not really his game. He's very, very well positioned. But his progressive passes are in the 87th percentile. And his progressive carries, so when he drives the ball forward, is in the 89th. He's just like an elite at moving the ball through oh, a I midfield. Said, he, uh, yeah, at moving the ball through a midfield that isn't there, which is so important to what Brighton do and the way they retain the ball. And if you want to play passing football, you need a ball-playing centre-back. And I just think you said... Uh, Earlier, I didn't want to give away any of my picks to the players that I was considering, but Adam Webster, uh, I think Adam Webster can play at a higher level. I think he plays the way, but I also didn't include him in my team because I didn't want to say someone was underrated because of the system that they play in and the system that he plays in. His defensive statistics are very good, but they're not elite. And because of the system that he plays in, progressing the ball as part of his job and the reason why Arsenal played 50 million for Ben White is because he was in that position and mm-hmm. he did the exact same thing and yeah. now you look at him now and he's just not that good so Adam Webster could be the next one of that but I do think not enough people talk about him so uh, I'd say Dunk completes a lot more passes but they're very very lateral Adam mm-hmm. Webster is an accurate progressive passer to move the ball up the pitch and I think that that's really Important, and that's why they get such a high xG because they're recycling the ball in a really aggressive way. So yes, to Adam Webster. Adam Webster good. Adam Webster, good, but not in my team. Not your
1: team.
0: So yeah, that's in your team. my two are my Wolves pick is mm-hmm. is Romain size yeah. uh, from Wolves, who oh. I'm now looking up on the same FB ref shit because I'm just curious to see it. So progressive passes is in the 88th percentile, touches in the attacking penalty area, he's in the 85th, uh, clearance is eighty-seventh, pressures seventy-eighth, tackles seventy eighth, interception seventy eighth. Uh, non-penalty XG is in the 99th percentile among <laughs> center backs. Yeah, all of all of Will's
1: center backs are brilliant in the air. So they just, they like tile them forward from corners, and that's how they that's how they get like a Good portion of their goals. It's just but, swing it into the big
0: foot. But to just expand on why I picked him and not Kilman, who was also going to be a pick, I think in that system, you're right, there's a lot of pressure on Cody to be that sort of warrior. He's also an amazing leader. But I just felt because he got picked for um, the England team, England team, I wanted to pick one of the other ones. And Kilman and Size have both really impressed me. Uh, Size just progresses the ball a lot more. And I think Wolves' midfield issues are really well documented. Yeah. And so having a centre-back like that is really invaluable. And my Mm -hmm. next one, whose XG is not that good, like his XG stuff is not that good, uh, I've decided to go for Ethan Pinnock because uh, I think he's really impressive. He plays with a real level of maturity, which is not surprising because he's actually 28 and I thought he was 19. (laughs) But, <laughs> I, thought he was like, I thought he was like 20 so. as yeah. yeah, he looks 11. But Because uh, when Ethan Pinnock scored that goal, I can't, I can't remember if it was Chelsea or Liverpool. I guess Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, he scored that goal and the announcers were like, oh, it's such a proud day for him and his family. And I was like, he's got a fucking <laughs> mortgage. He's yeah. thirty years old. He must be but, a team. Yeah, I picked Pinnock instead of a, a Webster or something like that because he's not playing for a super coach. I think the system that they play really reveals at times that they don't have quality. And I think Pinnock's been sort of a shining light. He's got more touches on the ball than any other player in that team. He's got more passes than any player in that team. He's got the second highest expected assists of anyone in that team, which shows their lack of creativity. Mm -hmm. He's in like the 99th percentile for crosses for centre-backs. He's just able to occupy an, uh, uh, an attacking space that's very hard to do as well as do his defensive duties well. In a team that isn't defending that well, I think he's been a kind of shining yeah. player. So I think, uh, in a team that doesn't have a lot of Premier League quality outside of Ivan Toney uh, and uh, Sergio Kamel to as well, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, Ethan Pinnock and Roman Sice are the truth.
1: Well, if I, can, if I can continue the momentum into the left-backs, because I've picked Rico Henry as my left-back. Quality. Another staunch Brentford man. He's great. Like he, 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 is as you were talking about where they have got this very, very good Ivan Tony up front, but then not a lot of clear quality elsewhere. Rico Henry is entrusted a lot with connecting the defense in the midfield to the attack. And I think he does a brilliant job of it. Uh, I can't remember what, there was a game that he, he didn't start, but he came on. Uh, I think it was against Watford or something. So it's the kind of team that Brentford need to be winning that game if they want to stay in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And he came on and he immediately got an assist and was making such a difference with his runs down the left hand side. Which, when you're crossing the ball into Tony, who is the tallest short person on the planet, <laughs> that's a really important role to have in a team, and you yeah. don't really get it from anywhere else in them. Again, I like I've included Sergio Canos so in my midfield. Think like he's great, but aside from him, like. <laughs> Oh, it's where it's where you get in the majority of your like atta- you're like attacking uh, ball carrying movement from, and
0: mm. for I mean they paid something like 1.2 million for them. Yeah. Brilliant. When uh, when Brentford lost the other day, Andrew shouted, "Get it up, you you money ball cunts," <laughs> 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 which was it's really, really aggressively road. Andrew. Uh, yeah, my left back is. Uh, that really expected is Kukurea. Uh, yeah. We all love him. And to be fair, yeah. he does get some praise. But I think he gets praise in sort of, he was put in sort of this like Spanish wing back attacking light. And he does have like good attacking statistics. I've written down here that he's got more touches in the attacking third than Benrama, Jota, Luke Shaw, Tierney and Jimenez, which yeah. is really impressive. Well, but, and, uh, which is it was really impressive, but I just put him in because he's a striker. Uh, same reason I put in Jota. But uh, what I also thought was really impressive, and I loved and just really like shone a light in my hair when he's played left back in a four and actually had to defend, he's done it really well. He's a very, very capable one on one defender. And he won man of the match playing left centre back versus Chelsea and got an assist in that game too, which I think shows like a real, real quality and versatility <laughs> especially when you saw him and you saw the hair and the size I love the idea that he played centre-back at that size and, and was just outstanding well I think it's he, also
1: he, when he was at when he was at Gitafi in like 2019 or No, don't no, Real Sociedad I think he was at um, and he played he played that kind of role that had made Griezmann big quick was the kind of the left winger and he was playing a lot further up the pitch so to, to be able to do that and then also to fill it at centre back and get man the match against for it. whole
0: it's for a whole centre-back. ninety minutes. Yeah. He had a wing back outside of him. I just very think that's very good, very good. Very good. And I think that maybe I think just how, how good he is in every way could be slightly overlooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew,
2: yeah, um, I've went for Reg Regalon Regalon Regalou Regalou. Um, I think he kind of stands out in a really mediocre. Tottenham side. Um he makes decent runs, he scores and he assists. Uh he's successful in most of his tackles. He seems to pop up at quite important times in like kind of not crunch games but great games that they m- maybe look like they're not, you know, not playing yeah. the best in against teams they should be beating. Um he's a Real Madrid Academy product, he's still quite young, he's 25, and he's quite fast. And he also saved someone's life at Newcastle. Very cool. He's
1: very oh. cool. <laughs> I like it. Well, I can't. I can't beat that. Yeah. So he's he he's one of the, he's one of those kind of uh, players that seems to be becoming more and more important. Where teams are really lacking any sort of creativity through the middle, mm. and it's all coming from wingbacks. So that's why like Chelsea are the same. Wolves are the same. Like he's he's just brilliant down the line, and he doesn't really get exposed defensively like the other ones do. Like uh,
0: not very, like the, very not, the the comparison i was going to draw is that he's amazing at playing he's amazing and very comfortable playing passing football yeah. uh, but he doesn't get exposed the example i was going to give was cancelo when someone runs at cancelo he just fills them he just gets a yellow <laughs> yeah and although not that many people get a chance and also cancelo's like a lot better creativity wise okay. uh i just think it's harder to be a creative player where you're not playing in like a system for Klopp or Pep with Van Dijk or Diaz behind you because not yeah. like a thousand other things to do as well. Uh, I don't know why the analogy that's coming to my head is that it's harder to make a nice dinner when your kitchen's on fire, but that's what that's what I'm thinking right now. Um, so yeah, I I think all three of those are are really good. I don't I actually haven't mocked any of the picks that anyone's made yet, but. Yeah, Wait, I, you guys hear about Uh so, the so we'll, we'll stick with the format. Cami, you're first, I'll go second, then Andrew. Sure. Well, so I've I've already revealed one of mine, Sergei Kanos.
1: He's great. Oh. He's great. Uh, Kovacic, I put him in. Great. A great,
0: a very crude pick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and also um just more this is more of a pick because I'm happy to see him playing. Again, it's Sissoko at Watford. He's yeah. he's had such a resurgence. He looks like the player that he was at Toulouse and Newcastle. He obviously he he had to play for Tottenham. Did you watch a lot? Of absolute career Toulouse? ender. Like <laughs> he, he looks, he looks so much better playing at Watford, where he is constantly being asked to dig them out of bad situations yeah, and then also run the entire length of the pitch to support an attack. Is what he's made for. Kovacic kind of, like, same problem, I was talking about regular, and you don't have these, like, good, creative central players, I think you've noticed that so much with Chelsea, like, after the, after uh, Kovacic got injured, and you had the Raniuk game, uh, where Tuchel's just been rattled ever since, Kovacic makes such a difference to Chelsea team, because he can carry the ball forward, which you don't really get from Jorginho and Kante in the same way, he makes such a difference to the middle for them, and I think he's very underappreciated, and then Kanos is just yeah he's great he goes he goes forward he makes a lot of key tackles for them and for a team that doesn't really have a lot of like star quality I
0: think he has the most tackles in the Premier League I'd have to look it up I wouldn't be surprised I think he's he's number one and he's got double of second yeah, I know great. I know when I was looking at Ethan Pinnock uh Sergi Kanos has um over twice the amount of tackles that Ethan Pinnock has and Ethan Pinnock has quite a lot Yeah so uh yeah I I hey. uh, I really like those picks. I like those picks a lot. I think to get into my list and why I picked Kovacic, I wrote he was one of the most fun players to watch in the yeah. world. Uh, I think he plays with an aggression and a speed that's just fascinating in the way he can just, he speeds up a game. He does the opposite of Jorginho. He speeds up a game just by being in it because everything's so frantic and hectic. But he also drives forward with a real attacking threat. Like he yeah. drives forward with a, with a quantifiable creative output. And that's just like... I think he's a complete, complete midfielder. But he's sort of... He's just got a bigger engine than... It's just because Jorginho... And, so, my my friend
1: Taylor, he hates Jorginho with a burning passion. Absolutely Chelsea hate. fan, Taylor. Because... Chelsea fan. Because Jorginho is just so stagnant. Like, he, he is... pen merchant. At making passes. He's
2: an absolute pen you know, merchant.
1: He's just... He's not like... He just he's very very good at doing what he does, but he can't do anything else. And really? Chelsea need someone that can carry the ball and move a bit more, which is what you get with Kovacic. Yeah. And I just think it's clearly a better team with him in
0: it. So yeah, I love I love the Kovacic pick. Uh, next, I have uh, Trossard from Brighton, because I think I think it's sort of overlooked yeah. the fact that he, I think first of all he gets a game. He's he played for Belgium in the Euros. And I think like Belgium's a good team. It's not the same yeah. as playing for Scotland. Um, yeah. Like I just think that that's really impressive. And in a team with no creation, in a, a team with no creation, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's he looks like a bit of a shining light where if Trossard can play good, they'll kind of edge it over the line. I think Trossard and Pascal Gross have really been all they've got. Yeah, uh, And I, the reason why I picked Trossard is because I just think I think Pascal grows is a bit more of a workhorse and I think the system benefits him a bit because he doesn't necessarily have athletic gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Trossard's rapid and threatening and a great dribbler on top of his creative um, and sort of his goal threatens his creative output. So I just think, yeah, if you played him with a striker, uh, good, good stuff. Um, and then my last one's John McGinn because he's the, he's the most creative villain. Hard
1: agree. He's,
0: he's the most creative Villa player in a team but if you actually look at it this season so far they don't have a single creative player yeah. I think John McGinn has a wand of a foot like a wand
1: I think playing with John McGinn will do wonders to revitalise
0: Coutinho's career I think he can learn a lot from <laughs> I yeah. I just think I also think what the way John McGinn can play for Scotland and the way he can also play for Villa under pressure is just yeah. I think he's I also think John McGinn's a big game player he turns yeah. up when you need him to. And I I love him. And I didn't even look up any XG or anything because I, I passionately believe that um I, I, think I don't I, need I I facts. I think if he's used well, uh I think if he used well, he's he's elite. And I think he could really work in that Liverpool midfield. I think that would have been a good that would be an absolute dump truck. <laughs> well, right back. I feel that I'm editing this I, one. I can take that sexualization of John McGinn out. Uh Andrew?
2: <laughs> Um so my three are Ben Rama, Neves and McGinn. Mm. Um Ben Rama because I think he's exciting to watch. I think he's really good with the ball, of his feet, and he can twist and turn his way out of pretty much any situation. And I think he's unfairly overshadowed by Jared Bowen. Yeah. yeah Probably yeah. because Jared Bowen's English. And goes um, out with Danny Dyer. Yeah, and goes out with Danny Dyer. So yeah, I just think Ben Rama's kind of overlooked quite a lot. Um Unfairly or fairly, depending on who you speak to, but it is what it is for him. Yeah, That's he's just very really good. good. Um, Neves, which I think is the most left field one, I think Neves is really good. I think he runs the show in the midfield. He can pick out like, anyone who passes. He was key when uh, they beat Man United the other week. Yeah, he doesn't get much attention, much like pretty much any Wolves player that isn't a Damatroy. Um, I just like him. I think he's really good, and yeah. I think he's been a good, a, like great signing for the club. And he's also much younger than you think. Yeah, he looks he looks haggard. I thought head. I thought he was like he was, in his thirties, <laughs> <30s, laughs> he's actually twenty four. Yeah, I think um, I think um, I know. which Neves I was is. shocked. Yeah, by. Like I was actually when I searched this up when I was doing my, my research on this. I was thinking, I was thinking Neves. I think he he would be put in. If he's young, and but probably isn't young, he looks about 40, 24. Yeah. <laughs> younger, than he, um, then, younger than Pinnock. But everyone's younger than Pinnock. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then McGinn, I don't oh, think we need to explain it again, to be answer, honest. What can, can you say? Kyle, you basically said everything there is to say about him. I think he's brilliant.
1: He's so hot. As well, which can yeah, be really so. It's his dashing good looks it's and it's like rugged,
0: easily. Do you guys want to do? Can you give me? Would you like to do give me wingers and then striker? Yeah, wingers together because we right. have been. Yeah. I'm very conscious of the fact that we've been filming for like a year and I feel exhausted. Nah. So, so, right, getting straight into it. I think the first one we can all agree is
1: correct. Don't know if he's underrated. But I think for how good he really is versus how good people think he is, Rafinha is incredible. If Jack Grealish is worth 100 million, how in the name of God is Rafinha not worth at least 300? He is, the, he, he's is. he been involved in 45% of Leeds' goals this season, which is inflated because they're missing Ed Bamford up front. But he's, literally, he's carrying that team. And if it wasn't for him, they'd probably be second bottom of the league right now. He's so good. If he goes to Bayern... I'd be so upset purely because I wouldn't get to watch him as much, but like and like every he's single in the box watching the League. <laughs> yes, exactly. Come on, it's just he's, he's so so good, and for if they, I think they were saying like forty million or something, someone might sign him for 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 a player of Raphinha's quality. That is an absolute steal. I think he's brilliant. Better uh, than Neymar. He is better than Neymar. Neymar is a fraud. And we all know it. Where's Raphinha's documentary? Uh, Max Cornett as well. He's mother, I don't know if he's a winger or a striker or whatever. the left, left, left wing. Left, left winger, wing. He's, he's, he's basically. He's Burnley's entire team at the moment, especially with Chris Wood gone. Uh, like
0: with Max Cornet, brilliant. I mean, he's. I think he's scored five or six
1: goals maybe this scored, season. I think he scored amount.
0: four. I think he scored four from an xG of zero point six eight. Yeah, yeah has the
2: least
1: minutes per goal.
0: Yeah, uh, for for Burnley, that's. Absolutely massive. So yeah. if those numbers go down slightly, which they probably will. That is still insane for a team that's not giving him any chances. Like, 50 yeah. percent of his goals have no assist because yeah. he's just getting it and doing it. <laughs> he, just gets the, he gets the ball, he runs past someone and he shoots. And he that's... just gets it and does it, as I often say in the footballing exactly. world. Exactly. Just get it, just do it. Yeah. Uh, Andrew? No, wait, I'm next. Shoot. Uh, sorry, I'll take Rooting Ruining the um, My... Uh, wingers are. Wait, no, 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 we're not done that yet. My wingers are Ollie Watkins on the okay. left.
1: There we are. Yeah. I've been waiting to lynch someone. Ollie
0: Watkins is terrible. <laughs> Ollie Watkins is my Ollie Watkins is my underrated on the left because it was Foden, and then I decided that Foden is really rated. because rated. Yeah. F- yeah. I just think like, I I decided that Foden was just rated. So uh, I've gone for Ollie Watkins. And then on the right, I had Elise and took him out and put in Marez because uh, I think Marez is kind of overlooked for the quality that he actually possesses because that season for Leicester, where player's player of the year and scored 17 goals and 11 assists is frightening. And it's such a feat to do it for a team like that. And when you look at the sort of the sum of the parts, like the things he was working with and the people he was assisting, uh, yeah, Jamie Vardy is good, but like being creative when you're the only creative thing there is really difficult. Yeah. And he did it with such a prowess. And I just think that the way he's used at City just doesn't paint that picture enough. Mm-hmm. And I also think he'd be really good at tournament. A really good in tournament football if it wasn't yeah. that ridiculous tournament. He's so overshadowed. He's so
1: overshadowed at Man City. And I think we can all agree that he's very underrated. But what we want to get onto is why on earth you've picked Ollie Watkins.
0: Oh, I picked, I picked Ollie Watkins. Ollie, I, just, I, don't I think Ollie Watkins's Watkins' season from two seasons ago is kind of overlooked. I think that was really frighteningly good.
1: And, yeah, but now he's uh,
0: awesome. I think... Uh, I just think he's a baller. I think he's got a really depth touch. I think... Uh, he's The, the issue is, is that the team has no creation. He's not creative. He's a goal scorer. He needs to be played through the middle. It's never going to work with Danny Ings. And so I think even if he doesn't come good this season with Ings still on in the fold, I think in the next two or the next three, I think he can really show that he is an elite Premier League quality striker. And I think he will grow in years to come. Obviously, he's still young. So I picked Ollie Watkins. Bacall. He's not that young. He's twenty six. Yeah, well, striker's primes 27 to 32. Am I wrong? So if if this is
1: Ollie Watkins entering his prime, then I think if anything, he's overrated. He's he's just, he's, he's, a, he's an English player that's alright. He's a little I, just
0: think, I think
2: wait one second, I'm getting a call off you
0: know. the call? We're on a podcast, Andrew.
1: Hey, come on. I've ruined Rebecca's entire Sunday for this.
0: Sorry, we'll, we'll this bit out. We can't talk about anything, so we're waiting for him to come. Right. back. Don't worry, you, you need to make sure that we keep in the Ollie Watkins slander. Oh, I will. No, it's, yeah. the only, it's the only thing people no. are waiting on. I I think Ollie Watkins is good. I think
1: you're wrong, and so does everyone else.
2: Ollie well, I think <laughs> I think both of you are correct correct in certain ways. I think Marez is amazing, and I've got him, and I think Coronet is amazing. Yeah. Cornetto is amazing. Um, I was close to putting Rafinha, but I think he's rated. I
0: think, yeah, I, yeah. so I didn't, I forgot to criticise yours, but now that you said that about Ollie Watkins, saying Rafinha's underrated when he's that rated is frighteningly dumb. You're an idiot. Because I think he's just, <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way he gets like man of the match for just fucking walking about, First it kind all, of proves
2: me. that he's rated by people.
0: Cami, the amount of goals Ollie Watkins has scored this season for his four Premier League starts, is amazing. Really is- I think we could.
1: I think we could all agree that if you had to, if you had to get rid of one player in Villas' team, it would absolutely be Ollie Watkins. Replace him with someone like Morelos, and suddenly <laughs> 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 so a
0: um, Right, you guys can fuck off. You've only said Morelos to get him on your side. I'm. <laughs> First of all, if I had to take one player out of that team, I'd take out Danny Ings, Panny Pings. He's old, yeah. he's washed, and he's he's fragile. And <laughs> he <laughs> I think Ollie Watkins hasn't adjusted to Gerrard's system the best so far, but I think he will. And I think he'll score 20 goals next season. I don't think the system matters. I think the
1: problem with him is that he's just very, very average. Yeah, and, I'm not, I'm not convinced by him convinced. by Rafinha's penalty
0: merchant. Rafinha's just scored... He scored 45% of their goals because they're fucking half-pens. He scored two penalties. He wasn't even taking. How, many, how many goals has he scored? He scored eight goals. Okay. Well, my stats my, my
1: stats are a So you've shame. shown you've shown yourself to be an uninformed idiot.
0: What what I would have loved if um, I would have loved I was really hoping that you said he'd scored four goals. <laughs> okay, Rafinha is gonna Rafinha is gonna go
1: to Bayern or something like that, and he's just gonna get buried behind a bunch Rufina of Rafinha
0: starts Bayern. for Brazil. How can we say he's underrated? He starts for Brazil. Because he's
1: incredibly good. He's better than a lot of players, but he's not given the credit for it. People talk about him like, oh, he is good? Credit. And that's nice because he plays for Leeds.
0: He, he gets man of the match in every game. He gets, and he he plays gets so himself.
1: many man of the matches yeah. and all the yeah. pundits are like, oh, I love Rafinha. Oh,
2: I love Rafinha. This. He's yeah. rated. I don't think he's it's overrated. A, I don't a think a he's underrated. Rating. I
1: think he's rated. He's, he belongs in a much better team than Leeds, but they all they all talk about him like, oh, isn't Rafinha so good? And it's nice that he plays for Leeds. And here he is. Oh, he's just, he's doing his wee thing, running <laughs> up and down the line, crossing it into Dan fucking James. Like, okay. Andrew, strikers. Andrew's, strikers. Andrew's strikers
0: again? Mar- Sorry. Maris and,
2: Mares and Cor- Cornet. Cornet. Yeah.
0: yeah, they're good. They're good. Fuck it. They've already been said they're both good. Anything you wanted to add to Cami's Cornet thing?
2: No, just exciting player to watch.
0: He's good. Uh, we'll be it, moving
2: uh, to a better team next season yeah. when Burnley inevitably go down.
0: Yeah, Burnley are going down. In uh, our last position, I hope someone yeah, agrees really. on this. My my last position, will go reverse this time. So, Ooh, uh, Andrew, you go first.
2: Uh, my striker is Emmanuel Dennis. He's the fifth top goal scorer in the league with one of the worst teams in the division. Mm-hmm. He's rapid, he's skillful, and he's a handful for defenders. But
1: I've heard that he's an arsehole to work with, so that might hold him back. He's also he's also the third best striker in his team, which doesn't help. Oh, <laughs> the XG!
0: I need my receipts. Ben's there XG the
1: is terrible. He's so good. Why is he not at Afcon? <laughs> if he's
2: so good, why why is he the fifth top goalscorer in the league? Right. Behind I issue with
0: Ben is Merchant. I think I if this was an overrated team, I would put Dennis in it because I think he's been lucky so far. I think he's a good dribbler, uh, and I think there's a reason why. I think he's got playing with a purple patch right now, but even in that purple patch, he's just not as good. Everyone's talking about. Him. It's I think he is rated. I, I, don't, fucking, I don't know. If any, I don't know if anyone's talking about. I just don't
1: think he's very good. Like S-Sar is better. is injured though. Un, un, yeah, but injury doth not quantify goodness. True,
0: he's done you there. Better, he's better than Dennis. Bet you weren't expecting you, to hear you meaning injury. you. Bet you weren't expecting to hear injury doth not quantify goodness. This <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, uh, my underrated, and this is my only push as to whether like you could actually, because he is quite rated. Uh, I think Antonio is the best striker in the Prem this season, and I don't think he's talked about like he's that good. I I am a
1: massive West Ham fan. I think, if anything, Antonio's overrated.
0: Yeah, Antonio's Um, massively overrated. I think
1: Antonio doesn't actually do a lot.
2: He just sort of stands there.
1: He stands about and he's a good target man. Pushes people over. But he doesn't, like most most of West Ham's goals come from Owen Urban-Rammer running. And then laying it off to people, or it comes from like rebounds that Suchek or whoever picks up. He is
2: genuinely know. just a slightly better version of cheek who used to play for Hearts. Just shoves, <laughs> just bundles people over. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. how his goals come about. Just fucking pushes
0: people over. Well um, I was doing really well until my forward line. Yeah. Or who is that
2: guy that played for Aberdeen? Aberdeen oh, had a big I, center forward. Calvin doing. Calvin something. No, oh, Cosgrove. There was a no. What was his name? I seen him play once, and he was so bad.
1: Oh, was oh, it the tall blonde guy? Oh, nah, I I, Aberdeen have gone through a lot of not very skillful but very big strikers in their time, but we're selling Calvin Ramsey for four million. So Calvin Zola. Calvin Zola.
0: I've never heard that <laughs> name before in my life. Calvin I, Zola I'm... was so bad. Who's an underrated? Who, who, who would I? Sorry, oh, you oh I might do. I might do. Same uh, by Aberdeen. I might do Ian Acho. Ian Acho,
1: Wrong again. Right. He's Who's Pats- yours? Pat Dakas clear. mine's Callum Wilson, obviously. Oh, Callum, fuck Wilson, no. Callum no. Wilson is without a doubt the best striker in the relegation zone right
0: now.
1: <laughs> 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 he's, he's so good. It's just such a shame that he's get glass hamstrings. He's yeah. actually useless at staying on the pitch. But when he is on the pitch, I think he he's he's, must have one of, if not the best, like goals to minutes ratios. Like it must be high. Because he he scores like a goal a game pretty much
0: if he can stay on the, game, the pitch. Hey, one sec. Let me get up. Get your get your FPRS. Once we've looked this up, we're calling it a day. Because Cammy has like a whole degree to do <laughs> that we've stopped him from doing.
1: But- if I can argue Callum Wilson's corner for even a moment.
0: Right. Uh, what? So the whole team's...
1: Whose is the worst? What? Oh, in Newcastle.
0: No, of our underrated teams.
1: Oh, of our underrated teams. Um, Ollie
0: Watkins. Yeah, yeah it's, mine. it's mine. Ollie Watkins is a terrible pick. I really hope that comes good so I look smart. I
1: think, I think our goalkeepers and defences... Are and even our midfields
0: were also similar. Really well,
1: really well picked, and then it fell apart at the forward line.
0: Yeah, we all it did. Like, like, none of us liked each other's forward lines. But it's liked,
1: like- I liked both of
2: yous, and then you both also ruined it.
0: She <laughs> said like, Rafinha, and I said Ollie Watkins, but I also said Antonio. Like I doubled up.
2: Rafinha doesn't ruin it because Rafinha's good, Ollie Watkins isn't. Yeah. It's. It's just, it's it's difficult to get an underrated striker because everyone... I'll I'll agree.
0: strikers are most likely to be overrated.
2: Strikers are very easily overrated.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: if Rafinha Rafinha was English, imagine how much he would get talked about. Like, you wouldn't be able to move for fucking Gary Neville's top 10 Rafinha
0: moments of January. Yeah,
2: true.
0: Uh, I say the best one... surprised me the most I don't know only you can answer that <laughs> your guys's were frighteningly similar Andrew what was your midfield
2: Ben Ramon Neves and
1: McGinn
0: and Cami, yeah, what was ben yours
1: Kanoz Kovacic Sissoko
0: yeah I can't but they're all really similar uh, I'll call, we'll call it a draw between you two and I lost
1: Hey. hey, hey well, Since you picked Ollie Watkins, you lost all credibility. Oh, no. At least
0: I'm, I'm, still second in the fantasy. Wait, we'll talk about fantasy football another time. That's a, that's a touchy topic right now. Other games yeah. To do. Um, for now, then we're done. Hey, hey, brilliant! Also, I, I, didn't realise this until like the very end, but we were supposed to record this in like a different thing, so the actual recording of it's all fucked up, but. Do we nice nice? Do nice, you say, nice are you nice. gonna record like an kind of outro for us? What like now? No, not right now. Just oh, like, like thank you, thank do- thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and uh, and follow us on Spotify and Instagram. We're watching. What? Watching, watching? yeah. I'm we're posting listening. we're posting to YouTube and we're posting to God. Spotify and we're posting to Tidal. So the cats are gonna be on YouTube. Well, it depends yeah. how well I edit this. But um, thank you. We've enjoyed it. And that I think this is two hours long. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Split this up into a
1: few
0: little bite-sized chunks. It'll that, be two hours given. It two. It's 2pm. 2 good. Right. Um, goodbye. I, we also had
1: a 15-minute break.
0: Goodbye. Yeah. Guys, right. wait. See goodbye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. bye See you. Join us next week for... what's What are we doing next week? Next week? Our team of the year productions. John McKinnon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>